Good evening, pilgrims and travelers on the funny path of life. Semia olvidado el casco. I forgot my headset. So as I'm leaving the church, I'm kind of holding the phone, so that's kind of annoying. <laughs> but you're going to be more than likely hearing uh, background noises of sorts. Anywho, just leaving church. Um, yeah, really enjoying it, really enjoying it. Actually, I just downloaded, uh, before coming to church, fun and remembered, since I am resisting making notes about things to do. Yeah, the, this is a, not a cobblestone, but not a paved, paved road, so it's going to be noisy for the next two minutes, more than likely. Uh, anyway, I downloaded the daily readings because it's tricky to understand what some Andalus are saying. So not only, you know, the accent, but also some of those words which are not your typical words that you don't really hear. So it makes it kind of challenging. So finally, um, uh, well, I thought I had it in Spanish, but apparently there is Spanish and there is Spanish. So this one's going to be the American Spanish, eh? Hispanohablante de las Américas, de, la, de las Américas, uh, of the Américas, because it's different. What they're reading. I'm gonna be brave. Ah, fuck! I don't. I'm not a big fan of motorcycles. I have to say, those fucking mufflers are annoying to me. So I'll just stop talking basically when the cars get close enough until they've passed. Anywho, very relaxed day today. We have a couple of things well, I can talk about today before I talk about yesterday. Uh, we went to, well, technically it was to go to plant some trees, but uh, people were kind of like um, adopting trees. They basically, I guess, were paying for some of them and putting them in different places. The holes were pre-dug and they were, it was quite organized, numbered and everything. And then, uh, I guess, and they kind of they basically adopt them, so they have to come and water them and whatever it is, on this Torre... Um, I can say it, Torrijos, uh, which is like an hacienda, or kind of a farm, so with a, which has a little chapel. I was given a little tour by Anna, uh, lives in, in Pilar's neighborhood, so by people coming here and making a demand of help, basically uh, looking for cures. Anyway, so there was kind of a little interesting tradition of... Uh, I don't know if it was kind of silver, but some kind of like pictures of the thing that they wanted to be healed, you know, like the eyes or whatever body part, and some paintings, and as a way to make offerings to to have their prayers heeded. So uh, Pilar brought a bunch of seeds that she had soaked. So basically, that's kind of what she ended up doing because. Uh, you kind of needed to buy things and she didn't have uh, cash on her and uh, people didn't do Bizum, which is the school's way to pay without a credit card. But anyhow, so we ended up uh, browsing around and she put, I don't know how, she had quite a few of them, but uh, that's something that she's into lately, planting trees, wanting to plant trees. So pretty cool. Anyway, but I got, I realized I was very lazy and I mean, I moved around, but I just didn't want to do much. And then we just stood around, people talking, and uh, 
you know, socializing met Celesta. She lives in Florida, actually, uh, not too far from uh, Cap Canaveral. Um, been in the U.S. for quite a while, but uh, married to an American, but now looking at coming back here. So she was one of the volunteer. Anyway, it was kind of funny. And uh, stood by as they were making migas, which is a traditional dish, I'm told, uh, of... Uh, like they had chorizo, they had uh, bell peppers. Well, they're not the bell peppers. They kind of look like long jalapenos, but they're not spicy. They're not hot. So you have like this fried garlic and then meat and sometimes even fruit. And then in the end, they basically fried the bread breadcrumbs. Migas means uh, breadcrumbs. And uh, but then I was like, and there were olives too. And then they had bread that they were also making kind of like a bouche with some. Uh, the tortilla also, tortilla de patatas, which is actually a potato omelette. So in Spain, unlike in, uh, in uh, South and Central America, tortilla doesn't mean uh, um, bread. It, in Spain, it means uh, omelette. And the typical one is uh, either potato omelette or potato and onion omelette. Those are going to be your two basic. Then you can have a lot of them. But those are going to be the the purest that basically would more than likely respect both of those. <laughs> Anywho. So, then they had it going on, but then I was like, there is no way I'm eating fried food. You know, I mean, we had uh, basically, um, that's going to spill over into kind of yesterday. And I was like, after the, the food we had yesterday, I was like, there's no way. No way I'm eating that stuff. I mean, I would take a bite, you know, I would honor it. But I'm like, I am so... I don't know if I'm becoming intolerant or what, but the fried—the idea of fried food is just more and more gross on so many levels for me. You know, uh, I mean, like having French fries here and there, I would have no problem. Or like sweet potato. I don't know if you've ever had sweet potato fries, but those are amazing. And I'm sure, I guess in this one, to get like an air fryer, and I'm told they work quite well. Uh, I debated that for a while, having one of those, but... It's like, yeah, having another fucking gadget to do just... Anyway, it just doesn't make any sense. And as I'm learning about uh, glycation and product, advanced glycation and product, uh, which is something which is linked with a lot of problematic things. Basically, it seems to be not greatest for your body. And their product, basically, who are transformed and carry more of those. And uh, anything that's dry heat, frying, roasting, you know, oven sauteing you know and in, instead of uh, steaming and vapor or like microwave like i said i have no i have no problem whatsoever to use a microwave to like uh, cook broccoli with a bit of water and I actually think it's amazing um, if you want quickly kind of like freshly cook something they maintain the color you don't have to use a lot of water anyway uh, i'm a big fan of that so anywho so we were there for a while and get there. I mean, Anna came by the house and we left. We walked. It was, I don't know, 15 minutes walk to there. And then we must have been there, um, I guess, around three hours, I think, or between two and three hours. And then we walked back. We had Ron with us. And, uh, and then I just realized I was, like, tired. So I knew it was like, oh, I'm so looking forward to a nap. So I had some lentils, which were amazing. A couple of mandarins, which were amazing. I made a new salad with uh, beets and then... Uh, um, I forgot what else. Anyway, doesn't matter. Very nice. So, And then what was left of the wheat berries. 
and uh, and then just collapsed while uh, so we snuggled while she ended up watching the white lotus which looks like something i'm going to be downloading some you know I, I th- anything that's kind of sarcastic which is not always easy to pull off but it looks like those guys might have something interesting so i'm gonna I'm going to check it out. I think Rich Roller talked about the White Lotus. I think I've heard that name before. So, but anyway, I never really looked it up. So, anywho. And then uh, basically tidy up, you know, the kitchen. And like I always like, I like a clean kitchen, clean counters. And then uh, prepare my infusion for tomorrow. Looking at a bunch of loose teas she has, and I'm going to talk to her, try to find out, you know, which one are you not going to use, and then I'll just use them instead of buying those tea bags. So that was kind of that, and I did some reading. I redownloaded the Philokalia, which is uh, uh, writings of the um, Desert Fathers. I mean, it's well, it spans many centuries, basically, but from like third, fourth century, for I don't know, ten centuries or so, for quite a while. So I'm going to start including including that in my morning reading, along with the Bhagavad Gita, which is uh, that's about the same. It's like around 1,200 pages. But anyway, but no rush, you know. So that's something that I've wanted to do. And I'm also including the daily reading for the Catholic Mass. And I'm going to add one more nugget here, something interesting. The Catholic Creed, I, I have kind of held back on that one. Because intellectually, I really have problems. You know, the idea it's the only one, you're the only one, you're the only way. And I'm like, I don't believe that. I'm like, part of me saying, I don't fucking believe that. I'm not going to say that. But then I'm like, yeah, but I'm going to church. And this is kind of the format. You know, I don't have to agree. You know, it's okay. You know, stay. You, you have your stand. Okay, you don't agree. But you're going to say it. Be part of it. Be part of whatever the ceremony, the process, what's what happening, instead of pick and choose. If you're going to go, just go. And I'm like, so... Anyway, so I got everything in Spanish, so I can go with them now. Before I was saying my our father in French. And uh, I still practice it in three languages now. French, English, and Spanish. Not to lose it. Kind of enjoy that, actually. Anyhow, so... So did a bunch of reading... Um, I'm, I got the, the other book of uh, Brenda Davis, uh, nutritionist. I think she's quite respected. I think she's a pretty solid nutritionist. And of course, you know, she's vegan. So that bias is, seems to be the one that I lean toward. And I'm okay. I have no problem. But I think she's a good one for that. Anywho, so did a bunch of reading while I think Pilar was maybe doing some kind of work on the laptop, on the couch. So just enjoying that. And then plug the guitar a little bit. And then she joined me with La Vie en Rose. So I think we may do a we may do a recording of her doing the English and me doing the French. And I, I think that'd be cool. Anywho, that's for that. And now on to yesterday. Yesterday. So where you know basically I uh, I was like I like to invite you, you know go out and eat and then maybe go watch a movie, and then you know find that Avatar was out. I didn't realize it'd been so long since the first one. She was th- she told me like 11 years. Isn't it crazy? 11 years for a sequel. That's crazy. Anywho. And you know, I really liked the first one. It was really enjoyable on many levels. You know, the, the quality, the special effect. The, and then the story. And that idea of conversion of somebody who, who's been living a certain way with a certain understanding. And then he's 
life is changed by this experience, you know. And so, uh, and for eating, in the end, she chose a local place, which was like a cute hole in the wall. I mean, it just doesn't look like anything. And then inside, you can walk in, and you go upstairs, and you have terrace outside. Anyway, cute place, a little kind of a barria, which is a grill. On the inside. Anyway, just a very, very, very cute, quaint restaurant. So basically, it was going to be traditional fare, of course. I mean, in Spain, like I said, it's... Uh, a lot of it, the tradition, the culinary tradition is very well anchored. Anyway, but I'm like, yeah, let's go. And I'm like, you know, it doesn't matter. I'll, I'll eat anything. I'm good. And uh, and I had this thing called choco. Choco is like a squid, you know, kind of like a big calamar. Um, a, a pulpo. And anyway, so it's thicker and, you know, it's not like a chipirones. Um, but I'm like... I had that, and we had some, uh, well, she had croquetas that I didn't have, and just deep fried food just as an appeal to me, but she loved those. And uh, we had, what else did we have? Uh, they brought a few slices of uh, daily meat, very, very nice. And uh, there wasn't as a plate. Um, oh, patatas arrugas, so that's like wrinkled potatoes. So if I understand, they are kind of potatoes that are boiled and they salt, and basically they cook them until all the salt, all the water is gone, and they're kind of coated with salt. Anyway, and there is kind of like a, a mo, mojo, I forgot the name of the sauce, it's from Andalusia. It's kind of oily, and then it has peppers and garlic, and then it's kind of drizzled over it. Alineado, lined with it. And so we had that. And I had this weed as I ate the choco. And she didn't because you know, it's not, it was just not a cup of tea. And then as, I, as I'm as i eating it, I started to feel uncomfortable. The the tentacles, when I was eating, it just, it just felt real in a different way. It's not like I learned anything different. I knew exactly what I was eating. But I didn't feel good. It felt wrong. It was weird. It was like I just felt uncomfortable. And of course, there was no way I was not going to finish them. There's no way I was going to throw that away. I mean, that's that would be unthinkable. Anyway, so it was not enjoyable. I have to say this is the first time. And, uh, you know, interesting. Uh, surprising. So we'll see where that takes me. But, uh, yeah, I didn't feel good about that. And then, uh, then we... Uh, we took off for Sevilla to go watch a movie, which, of course, I didn't want to watch it dubbed. So and there was a kind of independent movie theater. Very nice, actually. It was a very nice, uh, not not a huge one, but very nice screen. Everything. The quality of the, of the experience was great. But the movie, Avatar, whatever it is, that was so disappointing to me. So disappointing. It was so fucking cliche. Oh, my goodness. I could, just could not believe... All the line, the military jargon, the... That was so heavily laden. It was so... I was like, okay, we're talking about James Cameron. We're talking about, you know, this guy has this reputation. He's made this money. So more than likely has a backing, right, of the industry behind him. And I'm like, that's what you had for screenwriters? Or that's what you thought was good? I don't know. But for me, that was so disappointing. And basically... Uh, well, I'm not going to spoil it for you, but there's really basically nothing new coming out of it. Everything is like, okay, it just looks to me like a blockbuster. And honestly, for me, 
I was not impressed with the special effect. It was like the first one was really cool because it was kind of different. And I don't know, but this one was just like, it just felt like, well, okay, let's move from the trees to a different thin scene. And I'm not going to tell you anymore. I don't want to spoil it. But anyway, it was disappointing. So it was okay, but it was oh, just all that military talk that, and then of course, kind of that kind of morality that, you know, you feel good about some people being killed and you feel bad about some other one. Uh, oh, Tulkun, le Tulkun. Eh? When the Tulkun get killed, you feel bad about. Anyway, so the the way you you kind of you can manipulate. What else? The way you can manipulate, you know, things to get people to feel a certain way, whether you do believe that or not. It's very interesting, you know. Art can definitely do that, but for me, it just didn't quite work. Uh, I mean, yeah, sure, I was moved on some stuff, but very quickly it was like, ugh. It just, you know, it just felt so artificial. It just felt so pre-chewed, you know, like fast food, processed food. It just, it didn't feel nutritious. So very, very, uh, you know, disappointed. And she, we were talking when we left. So, you know, she enjoyed the special effect, her, but yeah, she, we kind of shit the same way, but the whole cliche part of the movie. And uh, and then we're like, you know, I think it's it's hard to pull off a sequel. And I couldn't think. She was like, which one? Is there one that you can think of? And I'm like, well, there's one or two, I think. I think the lethal weapons, I don't think they were too, too bad, actually. You know, they were kind of, uh, I don't know. I kind of enjoyed them. Uh, but they were, they were, there's at least one, you know, like uh, Matrix was. And I think Matrix might have been like lethal weapons, you know. Uh, I don't think they were planned to be sequels. They just kind of, I think, became blockbuster. Taquilleras, películas taquilleras. And, uh, and then they basically was like, well, here, we're going to make some money out of it. So, which, of course, they did. And then, like, in the case of The Matrix, they had that ridiculous force one, which was such a piece of shit. Uh, it was like, it was so pathetic. Anywho. Uh, but anywho. So, what was interesting, too, about going to see the movie was... So, basically, she was looking for a place to park, which, you know, of course, it's Saturday, Sevilla. And then she was like, well, then we'll just we'll just go to this parking lot here. There's a Mercadona shopping center, and if you go buy some stuff, you'll get a discount on your parking and it's right by the movie theater. And as we get about to get ready to pull in, basically it's full. <laughs> so we couldn't. So we had to go across the river again and then go to well, thankfully she, you know, she knew where she was. So and then to go to another place that was gonna be about a kilometer or so away from the movie theater. And I guess, you know, one thing about me, if I go to the movie theater, I kind of like to go there early. I mean, even though we we had reserved the seat, so we didn't have to worry about arriving late because it was uh, it's just coming out in Spain. So it's like, wow, there's going to be a lot of traffic. <laughs> so you know, get the seat where they were perfect, not too close, close to the center, but not too close to the screen. I don't like to be that close, but kind of mid range, kind of like in between uh, front to center, kind of close between the two, but closer to center. So perfect location, and so we didn't have to arrive uh, late, early. early you know, to get in line. And um, so basically, as we drove away, I realized we're not going to be making it on time because it's we, you know, we still have to get there. So, And then for me, it was kind of like, uh, part of me was just not thrilled about it because I was like, dang, we're not going to arrive and being able to get nice and comfy and sit down and then, you know, and then boom, the light goes out and then the preview starts and then the movie. 
and uh, and so I kind of that stayed with me a little bit, and I realized Anthony, it's not a big deal, you know, it'll be over t- tomorrow. It won't matter anymore, and you know, you're with Pilar here, so enjoy, enjoy what you have, and so. I, I just chilled, I just remained chilled, you know, and eventually that stuff moved away. Then we kind of shuffled our feet fast, uh, walking back. Then even ran some, she actually ran, <laughs> so we ran together. Anyway, and we we missed, surprisingly, I think very little from, you know, the scene. I think it was most likely very close to the opening scene of the movie. Anywho, but yeah, yeah, very, very disappointing. It's kind of like, uh, makes me think of... Uh, Lord of the Ring, when The Hobbit came came out, and I forgot if there was another one beside The Hobbit, it was just, just it was like, ah, to me anyway, you know, you had this Lord of the Ring, I guess that would be a trilogy that would call the, um, kind of a successful one, I think, for me, uh, in terms of the way that it was done, I think they pulled it out, pulled it off. Uh, but when The Hobbit came, was it, I think, was it Dragon? I think there was a Hobbit, I'm not sure. But like the characters, the language, it was just so Hollywood, it was just so cliche, it was like, ugh. Anyway, interesting. But, uh, and of course, um, in all fairness, I, I know I'm not the easiest fellow, you know, in terms of what interests me, you know, what I find valuable. There's really not much coming out. In, in the material form, it is, it is very, very hard to find something that I find meaningful. I guess you can hear the plane. It's been quite a few lately that I... seems more than usual that I'm hearing. We obviously, you know, ride by Sevilla, so... Obviously, being a major city, you're going to get some air traffic. But anywho. And then we walked a little bit in, a, in that shopping center where, uh, where the car was parked. And then uh, before walking our way back... Back home. And... Uh, and pretty much the rest, you know, same old, same old. So, I mean, this is Sunday, so I guess in about five days, right? I guess six days, I think, I think we won't be leaving until Saturday. I have the feeling that when she comes home from work, you know, the idea of driving three or plus hours to to get there is not going to be something that she's going to want to do. Anywho, but uh, whatever, it doesn't matter to me anyway, it'll be what it'll be. So... um, I'm sure I'll talk some more about Anna, about the frustration and the anger that I feel. Just visualizing her, there is something that she symbolizes to me that is irritating. And anyway, I'm curious. I think I will, I'm going to bring, I'm I'm going to try to be mindful of when it comes up and then bring it up. Because I do find it therapeutic, this uh, podcast recording and then uh, sharing whatever comes out and, you know letting the chips fall where they may and then uh, just uh, yeah just be with what is what's flowing at the time instead of worrying about a performance you know and delivering good quality material just just be with what is anyway folks i've been walking up and down the streets here by the house but i'm going to go back in it's uh we're getting cooler temperature still you know Beautiful day today. It was a perfect day to do the whole tree planting, so they were really lucky. There's a run. Yes, let's see. You're going to make a noise? Are you going to make a noise? Are you going to make a noise? No, you're not. You're quiet. Yeah. Anyway, you'll have a good one. We'll talk to you later.
Exchange me the flower.